Hey, everybody, it's Believe Sports Biz, Sports Media, also heard on pod clips around the world. I'm Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. And Mark Mancini, the World War Sports Handicapper with us, Art Source uh, from Galaxy Sports with us. And let's start with this. Ben Simmons is a young guy, was he 26, 25 years of age? And, of course, he was traded from Philadelphia to the Nets on uh, – Tuesday night of this week, uh, the Philly fans really got on him. He had a pretty good game, 11 points, 11 uh, assists, and seven rebounds. And uh, or maybe it was the other way around, uh, seven rebounds and 11 assists, whatever it was. He had a pretty good game, but they still booed him. Uh, Mark Mancini, give the guy a break. I, I mean, at LSU, he couldn't shoot. With Philadelphia, he couldn't shoot. And with the Nets, he can't shoot. But he's still a darn good player. Your comments. Oh, I like Ben Simmons. The only drawback to this thing is how the hell can you not be embraced by the city of brotherly love? My top five baseball choices to play baseball in would be Pittsburgh, San Diego, Philadelphia, number three, followed by Boston and St. Louis. How do you not embrace the Philly people, man? They booed, they booed Santa Claus, Mark. Come on. Yeah, but they, did you see the World Series? They love the teams. I mean, hey, Ben Simmons, let do... me tell you something, guys. Ben Simmons is a great little basketball player. Unbelievably defensive, at least he was until a couple of years ago. Doesn't play defense like he once did. He scrapes the boards clean. He wipes them clean. He brings the ball up the court. There's no reason why this guy can't come up with a jump shot, a set shot, something to where the defenses start to sag. He can hit an 18-foot set shot. Come on, Fred. That's ridiculous. It's all in the motion, the snap of the wrist, the backspin. You know that. How much of it is psychological, Well, here. Well, if it's psychological, you're playing the wrong sport. Here's okay. the thing, Fred and Artie. The problem is the now he's, he's, he's looking like Eric Lindros, Scott Rowland. They've run him out of town. And the part of the problem was, and I love Doc Rivers tremendously, but the problem was after that loss to Atlanta and beating Rivers threw him under the bus. And, you know, that was it. He wanted out of town. And if they just worked on his jump shot during that season when they lost to Atlanta, I think it would have been a whole different story. You should spend the day with Kyrie Irving shooting. <laughs> Kyrie Irving. Kyrie folks, Irving's it, blown up more bridges than a lot of people go over. Folks, this is Believe Sports, Biz Sports Media, also on pod clips. You can email us at sportsfredaol.com, sportsfred at aol.com. All right, my UCLA Bruins, basketball-wise, uh, lose two games last week in Las Vegas. You know, the Illinois and Baylor are good teams, but uh, – you got that screaming, uh, whatever you call him, on the sideline, and uh, Mick Cronin. I just don't like that. And, and Art, again, you were recruited, or you pushed to get recruited, or maybe you were recruited at USC. I, all I'm saying is the that first kicker uh, to ever get a scholarship there at it is. the University okay. of Southern California. There all it right. is. Okay, so even why though we're it, not considered athletes by the wall inside of the family, why? Why? Why is it? Why would a kid want to play in 2022, 2023? For a guy like Mick Cronin, please explain. Because it's the University of California, Los Angeles, still has the greatest tradition of college basketball. But I agree, Fred. It's a new world. It's a new world order. Um, you can't you can't be berating kids. You can't be screaming at kids. Bobby Knight, Woody Hayes, Bo Schembechler, those days are long gone. 
I mean, there's still an occasional athlete that needs to be slapped on the ass every once in a while, but most of them need positive reinforcement, coddling, coaching. They ask this question, why? I'm not that far removed from coaching myself. You have to be able to explain to them why this play works and what we're trying to accomplish. I know that seems like it's tough, but that's the way the world is now. Let let me say this. Um, Right now, the best player on UCLA so far this year is one Jalen Clark. Now, Jalen Clark is a great defender. Last year, he played well when he had the opportunity against North Carolina. And I said at the time, the winner of the North Carolina UCLA game has a really good shot to win the NCAA tournament. Anyways, uh, Jalen Clark is there and uh, he plays three minutes against North Carolina. Caleb Love, of course, uh, scored more than 30 points against UCLA. Mick Cronin's the coach. And Mark, if you've got your best defender playing three total minutes and uh, freshman Peyton also played four minutes against a team like North Carolina, can you be called a good college basketball coach, uh, Mark Mancini? Well, I look when I look up the word stress in the dictionary, I see a picture of Mick Cronin and I see a picture of Sean McVay. And, the, and they both work hand in hand. They're both out. They don't coach themselves or they try to outcoach the other team and they find themselves being outcoached. And when you look at the UCLA team two years ago when they made that nice run, they should have came back the following year and did some damage, but they didn't. And I blame that on the coaching staff. I mean, there's a lot of talent they had those two years, Fred and Artie, and you saw them firsthand. But not to get over the hump, that falls on Cronin. And and the same thing is happening in Los Angeles with Sean McVay now. I think they've stolen their uh, playbooks. Let let me just say something. Of course, they go to the semifinals in uh, in 2021. And then in 2022, Kentucky and Gonzaga have been knocked out. And they had a big team. UCLA and North Carolina didn't have big guys. So at that point, I said on the air here and uh, sports over not America and everywhere I'm doing shows, I said, I think the winner of North Carolina and UCLA has a really good shot to win it all. And North Carolina did get to the finals, losing to Kansas. But my point is, I think it's on Cronin. You play your best defenders against a team like uh, North Carolina, the same type of height situation and quickness. And he's, uh, and certainly, uh, Jalen Clark is about as quick as you have. And they're talking about how many deflections, forget the, the, forget the steals, well, they're important, but deflections are also important because it makes the other team start over uh, and start their offense over. So anyway, the point being, I think Mick Cronin is a very average coach. UCLA athletic directors uh, in Jarman now and Guerrero before uh, first signed him and then gave him an extension. He's making like $5 million a year. Give me a darn break. Email us, sportsfredao.com, <laughs> sportsfred at aol.com. Rivalry weekend, Fred. Rivalry weekend. Let's talk about uh, SC and Notre Dame on uh, Saturday. USC is a five-and-a-half-point favorite at home at the Coliseum. Uh, they have a shot to, to make it to the Final Four with a win. It's going to take some other things happening, but they certainly have a shot. What do you like, Artie? Five-and-a-half. You know, it's a classic matchup, you guys. Been a great series for many, many years. I got to play in four of them. Got to play in the Green Jersey game back in 1977. I got to, you know, I got to say that Notre Dame's got one heck of a front seven. 
but can they can they control the USC downfield vertical passing game? I'm going to take the five and a half. I'm going to say it's going to be a classic. Not going to be as high scoring as people think. I'm going to say more like 37, 31 USC. And I think Notre Dame has a bona fide chance to win this game if they get a couple of turnovers. If uh, if they win, Caleb uh, Williams have a shot for the Heisman. Oh yeah, no. Mark, if SC wins, he will win the Heisman. You think so? Well, I me, might not. Me, I might not vote for him. I got well, one of one thousand votes. Well, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Good Mark. Okay, who would you vote for? <laughs> I'm not. I can't tell you. Well, here's the thing. I, I've always told you guys three USC coaches: give me John McKay, Pete Carroll. And the riverboat gambler, Lincoln Riley. And I tell you, Lincoln Riley will win a couple championships uh, at USC before this. You is called it before the season. You called well, it before yeah, the season. I, I like this four. guy a lot. I like Caleb Williams. You show me a better quarterback the last five games that's thrown over 400 yards in each one of those games and pulled them out. This is the bias of the Midwest and sometimes the East Coast. They don't look at the Pac-12, and that's why you need to open up the eight to 12-man teams here because these kids can do some damage. You put USC in that final four, they can roll under Georgia. Fred, 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 would you love to see SC's offense against Georgia's defense? Would that be a heck of a game? It's going to take some some doing, though, because I think the if Michigan plays well against Ohio State and the Wolverines lose, I still think they might come in at, at number four. And I think that's the problem for USC here. Really? I, I just really? don't. Well, yeah. I think the committee, I think the committee now that Tennessee's not there, they still want that high scoring, that, that, that splashy. What is, what does Mike Tomlin call them? Splash plays for it. <laughs> well, and then how do you keep LSU out? If they beat Georgia, they'll get into it. And TCU, they're remarkable. All but they do is win. <laughs> LSU, LSU is, uh, you know, it's lost twice. No. So, yeah, but yeah. If, they, if they beat Georgia, you got to, they're ahead, you know, you bring them right. into the you know, equation. Yeah. Mark, yeah. the sad part, Fred, Mark, the sad part is this would have been the perfect year for the 10 team or 12 team playoff. Because yeah. there's, it's other than Georgia, truly, which has been a dominant team. Although I got to tell you, Kentucky gave them all they could handle last week at Kroger Field up there in, in you know, in, in Kentucky. I mean, I just, I just, I, it's so sad that we're, you know, we've got seven, eight, nine, ten good teams, and I'll even throw UCLA in there. You don't want to play UCLA. If it was a sixteen-team playoff, in a one-game situation, oh, yeah. you don't no want to, you don't want to no play doubt. UCLA. You know, I mean, there's just that much parity in college football, and it's exciting. I just wish they could have got it done. We'll see what happens, but it is rivalry weekend. We got the Egg Bowl. We got Ohio State, Michigan. Let me, let me tell it's you, that Charbonneau, I don't know where you got him rated on UCLA running backs over the years. I like that kid Charbonneau. But he missed two right games. With, but he missed two games this year. That's because Chip Kelly didn't like him. I don't think Chip games. Kelly likes the guy. <laughs> no, I mean, I, what, I, what I'm saying is uh, if he had played the other two games, he, he had even better stats than he has right now. That's another guy that ought to get jettisoned out of UCLA. I mean, they just keep. You don't think he's I mean, a genius like, coach, Art? So you don't think Chip well, Kelly's you know, a well, Let's look at his record in San Francisco, or or, or, or Philadelphia. Thank you very much. Or the guy has, five has, years he has some redeeming Detroit. qualities. I just haven't been able to come up with them. Well, again, they gave him an extension. Uh, I mean, I have no explanation why. Uh, you know, you it's, talk it's about that wonderful personality, Fred. 
Well, in, 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 in this, you know, on, on Chip Kelly's side, because I like him, who, who's made the transition from college to pros? We've seen in the NBA the Tarkanians, the Calipari's, the Patinos who couldn't crack it. So maybe they're more suited for the college game. All right. Before we go, let's talk about uh, the Thanksgiving uh, Turkey Day three games in the NFL. And uh, Artie, is there one team that you can guarantee, guarantee a victory for, for us right here? on I believe sports biz sports media. I think the giants are a lot more beat up than people think they are. Um, they've lost a lot of guys on the offensive line. They have very few receivers right now. Um, I, I think Dallas being the big favorite they are, I'm not saying lay the spread, but play the money line. If you really want to win a game, I think Dallas will win pretty handily over, uh, over the New York giants. I also think that the Buffalo Detroit game will go over and, and I think Minnesota is going to get off the schneid and play tough against a good Bill, Bill Belichick team, the Patriots, in the, in the nightcap. Uh, Mark, do you have any thoughts about the, the Turkey Day games? Well, probably the best ever. I mean, where, where can you see three games that have a lot of playoff implications across the board? I like the Lions. I like the Cowboys. And I like the Patriots. And I know what you're going to say. Whatever I like. Take the opposite, listeners. <laughs> you took the words right out of my. Now I'm really, now I'm really worried about my cowboy bet. <laughs> but, but before we go, let, let me throw this to you, Art and Mark. Elliot's a good running back. Oh, yeah. Tony Pollard can be a great running back. Huh? What do they do? I mean, again, you know, remember a lot of times you can play both guys. Give Tony Pollard team. 15 carries. Use Ezekiel Elliott like he used to use Jerome Bettis on the goal line and in third down and short situations. That way you get your 20, 25 carries, 15 for Pollard, because Pollard's going to bust a big one. I mean, the, the guy is just that. He puts the foot in the ground and cuts and goes. You know, and, and I think you use both of them to the best of their abilities, and, and I think that's what Dallas needs to do. Your thoughts, Mark? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Let's, let's look at the Rams situation. They're the only team in the NFL that hasn't had a 100-yard rusher this year. Their longest, run from their longest run from scrimmage has been 26 yards. I mean, where is Eric Dickerson and Artie Source when you need them, Fred? Eric Dickerson will be asking for a trade or, and more money, so I wouldn't <laughs> be there for a long period of time. All right, uh, final comments, Art Source, from you on Believe Sports Biz Sports Media. Well, it's just a fabulous, fabulous weekend. If you're a college football fan, an NFL fan, and you, you know, you really love football, you can't, you can't beat this. I mean, you got three Turkey Day games. You got a good college game, the Egg Bowl, Mississippi and Mississippi State. Then you got a Saturday, a plethora of great rivalries, South Carolina, Clemson, Baylor, Texas, ASU, Arizona, Oregon, Oregon State, UCLA and Cal. Ohio State and Michigan, it's like a cornucopia of, it's like a Thanksgiving Day dinner for a football fan. Mark Mancini, final thoughts from you on Believe Sports Biz Sports Media. Oh, I'll tell you, it really is. I mean, man, a little Thanksgiving turkey with the games. Seeing you guys next week, watching my Penguins and Flyers Friday, and then getting the football, and then the Steelers Monday night. Oh, my God, what more can I ask? Yeah, the big game Monday night, the Colts and the Steelers. Yeah. One of the biggest of the Jeff year. Jeff Saturday. <laughs> Jeff Saturday almost. <laughs> that was Miami. an interesting situation, Fred. Nick Sirianni crying after the game because Frank Reich 
was that important to him? And he, he wanted to win that game for Frank Reich. That was an amazing story. Folks, uh, thank you for listening to Believe Sports Biz Sports Media, also heard on PodClips. Mario, thank you for putting it together. Art, Mark, uh, Art, Mark, Did I hear thank you the guys. Trojan fight song? Yeah, please. Na, 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 no, I'm really nauseous. <laughs> See you around the corner on Believe Sports Biz Sports Media, also heard on PodClips. Bye, everybody.